And we are live. What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite truck driver in the whole wide world. It's Bitcoin Ben. My friends, I know I've said this on the past shows. The reason that I have said it on past shows, and I will continue to say it, is that we are we are at the precipice of this transition those of us involved in cryptocurrencies who have looked at the long roadmap i remember in 2016 2017, reading and listening to MIT lectures on the Lightning Network and the implementation of SegWit on Litecoin and also on Bitcoin. and root stock. This is four, five, six years ago. And I saw the larger roadmap of all this. I remember at the first ever Litecoin Summit, I was there. It was me, me, Snippy, Pixweir, and Pick Algar. Right. We, and also like the OGs, like Ken. Bozak, uh, John Kim, uh, 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 God, there were so many OGs there. Some of them are wealthy now, and you don't even hear from them. But some of us have hung around and actually tried explaining to the the newer people on ramping because I knew because at the Litecoin Summit there there were UN people at the Litecoin Summit the CEO of the Lightning Labs was there. She was one of the uh, uh, speakers at the event, as was I, as was Snippy, as was Bix Weir. And there were so many CEOs of major 
I've met so many CEOs years ago that are now freaking billionaires. Yeah, they're billionaires or multi, multi, multi millionaires. And this is back before they were millionaires. I mean, yeah, they weren't broke, but they weren't where they're at now, you know? And I remember listening to the CEO of Lightning Labs. And I remember hearing and understanding that some of the major money going into Lightning Labs was from MasterCard, was from Visa. And I thought to myself, oh, that's that's odd that Visa and MasterCard would be investing in Lightning Labs and the Lightning Network. How unusual is that? That's very odd, shall we say. And... But it wasn't odd because it made sense. Because I've always said that if you want to anticipate where humanity's going, look at efficiency, look at money, and look at self-interest and you'll see exactly where things are going. We have an announcement today that Amazon over in the UK starting in 2022 is not going to accept Visa on Amazon. So let's think about this. Due to high payments, we know that Amazon is actually creating blockchain in Amazon. We've seen the job openings. We've heard the whispers. In fact, part of the job of the person hired at Amazon is knowing the infrastructure of Lightning Network and understanding how to link that in with an internal payment system. Now, Google, YouTube, Twitter, all these other entities, Apple, they, they're ahead of Amazon in one way. 
they're moving quicker towards the digital currencies. Now, the difference is, is that YouTube, Twitter, Rumble, uh, Netflix, all these other platforms are losing revenue to Amazon. Because on YouTube, there's a ton of people selling things through links to Amazon. YouTube's losing that revenue. Why couldn't YouTube offer those products? Why couldn't YouTube have affiliates with projects or products or services? They can. If you don't think YouTube is going to have a shopping center here soon, oh, you're way off on where, where you think this is going. And we got news Crypto.com is now sponsoring the arena where the Lakers play. So it's going to say Crypto.com arena. These, These are the signs of adoption that in 2017 would have drove the crypto world mad if there would have been a whisper, just a whisper with a little bit of legitimacy that Cash App would offer cryptos, that PayPal was going to offer cryptos. The market would have went nuts. See, the transition that we're in the middle of, and I do mean we are in the we are we are there, folks. This is the transition. The Federal Reserve is not gonna quit printing money because they anticipate. The inflation as, let me explain something, right? How do you like the new shirt? Shout out to my wife for getting the new Bitcoin bin shirts, which will be available in the future. We, we are, This close to hyperinflation. This close. And we will be. The reason that the Fed and all these people say that the inflation is transitory? No. (laughs) The system is transitory. They keep 
printing money because they know we're going into a new system. Think of it like this. Think of it as a river emptying into an ocean. And and in the river, there's a line of ships that just keep on piling up, up the river. That's the inflation of the ships, the inflation of the line. But what the Federal Reserve knows and what the elites know is that it's going to reach a point where the river empties into an ocean of this new world where as those ships enter into, and when I say ships, think of segments or products or companies or the economy. As those economies enter into the ocean of the new digital world, the inflation spreads out where it's no longer inflationary. Because remember what I've always told you guys, Venezuela did not have a problem with printing money. That was not their issue. Venezuela had a problem with production. They could not keep up with producing goods for the people to buy. Inflation happens when you have a lot of currency chasing a little bit of assets. If you've got a lot of assets, hyperinflation doesn't happen. It's just more people purchase more items. Well, we're entering into a digital world with digital value. Hence the Bitcoin. Hence, Litecoin. Hence, NFTs. You know how much money has gone into NFTs? A ton. What was the production cost of each of those NFTs? Less than a penny? of actual material. Wait, they're not material. They're digital. These NFTs are in themselves a ship on that river. And the NFTs are now out into the ocean. So those NFTs are absorbing currency 
they are removing inflationary pressures from other items. Instead of actually buying a Lambo and raising the price of Lamborghinis, some millionaire is now actually buying a bored ape. As a social status, we're, we're replacing Lambos with bored apes graphics with JPEGs. Now, I will not comment on how that's going to affect society, but... <laughs> As more and more people invest capital into the digital economy, the physical economy is the inflationary pressures are going to decrease over time. That's why the Federal Reserve says it's transitory. They're not going to quit printing money. They're just waiting for the societal transition into the new ocean of the metaverse. You think this all is happening at the same exact time by happenstance? No. What do you think the Bilderberg Group does? every year why do you think that zuck who ironically rhymes with suck goes over to the bilderbergs hangs out with the rest of the elites and plans out the transition why do you think the United Nations has Agenda 21? And then Agenda 2030, Agenda 2040, and Agenda 2050. Anybody who calls you a conspiracy theorist for bringing up Agenda 2050, ask them a question. If I'm a conspiracy theorist, why the fuck does Agenda 2050 exist? If you have an agenda, that's a plan. That's a list of shit to get did before 2050. And the United Nations, who are the members at the United Nations, the World Bank, the World Health Organization, the IMF, people who who say there is no one world government 
are either idiots or they don't understand structure of law. They don't understand that when the U.S. government signs a treaty or an agreement or a memorandum uh, of understanding or whatever the hell that we just signed with whoever else, China or whatever, that that's a plan. That's a global, that's, that's the nations of the, the United Nations planning for America's peace, what we need to do to meet a global agenda. If you have one plan globally and there's a governance structure that is laying out that plan, does that mean you have a one world government? Or is my math wrong? If you have one entity that all have members of the whole global governance structure are all members of one organization. Doesn't that organization, isn't that the one world government? Sounds pretty structurally right to me. See, they're just, they're dragging us along, folks. If you've ever, if you've ever wondered, why is everything manipulated? Why is gold manipulated? Why is silver manipulated? Why are cryptos manipulated? Why, why is it... <laughs> Riddle me this, Batman. Why is it okay to have a, a futures market but not have a spot market for Bitcoin? Right. Why why is it okay? Why is the uh, why is the federal government saying you uh you know these uh what the hell are they called? E uh uh uh, ah, help me out here, guys. The uh, the future and EFT, not EFT. There's so many acronyms in this damn place. The 
help me out. Um, electronic. Uh, uh, come on, chat. You, you guys are usually reliable. Rumble. Rumble. An ETG? No. An ETF? Yes. And e why is it okay to have a futures ETF but not a spot ETF? Name me another commodity that has a futures ETF but not a spot ETF. So it's okay to trade a derivative, but you can't trade the asset? That right there shows you this is all about timing. See, the governments of the world, they know what's going on. They know what the Bitcoin is. They know what it's going to do. They know where this is all going. They just are trying to smooth the transition out. Because revolutions happen when shit goes fast. That's... That's... That's when shit gets kicked over. That's when Jesus runs into the temple and starts kicking shit over. Re revolutions? See, the, uh, the American Revolution didn't really get a lot of momentum until the king said, okay, guys, go get their guns. <laughs> the Reds are coming. The Reds are coming. The Redcoats are coming. Paul Revere. See, it's when you move quickly that the people around you start to go, why the fuck is everything moving so quickly? All right. When you're a hunter, you don't run towards a deer with a rifle. No. You sit there and you move as slow as possible. Not to alarm the deer that you're about to poke a hole in it. This is what I'm talking about, folks. Why do you think that the global government has a 50-year plan? Why did they launch Agenda 21? Why did George Bush 
Say, we got a big plan for a big idea, and it's a one-world government. The new world order. Wait, if you're going to have a new world order, that means we're moving away from the old world order. What was the old world order? Oh, democracy. And, well, that's actually a lie, too. The old world order was republics. Think about it. The 1900s, and I do mean 1900s, not 1800s. The 1900s, the first half of the 1900s, was the global, you know, allies, if you want to call it, destroying republics. What was Persia? Persia was a republic. What was Germany part of? A republic. See, and you know what's crazy? Is this would have all happened naturally, naturally, with the improvement of the the communication technology. See, we went from a small world where most people never traveled more than five miles from their house to a global world where people can travel all over the world and communicate all over the world with a phone. We could, and it started with the trade routes over in India. In fact, once again, let's go to conspiracy world. Is it a conspiracy that there was a company called the East Indian Trade Company? Nope. Is it is it a conspiracy that there was a Dutch trade company? No. Is it a conspiracy that the that the Dutch trade company actually purchased the London Bank? No. Is it a conspiracy that the Dutch company sent 11 individuals to London to organize a shipping uh, routes and a banking system. No. And that 
those eleven, I, 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 I think it was 10 or 11 individuals that created and instituted what we now know as the royal family. See, the royal family, they're not from London. They're actually Germanic. But yet, when you say, if you say each of those individually, historians will go, yes, that is accurate. Yes, that is accurate. Yes, that is accurate. But you put all of them together and you say, and that led to where we're at now with the one world government. Conspiracy theorists! Uh, no. All right. No. This is all, it's, it, and right now, right, right now, we're at a point. We're at a point in technology. Right? I'm doing a video tonight on where this is all going. I'm doing a three-hour video on where we're at right now. And if you don't like getting into the details of where we're at right now, don't watch the video. Because I'm going to have graphs. I'm going to have one of the smartest people in the world show you where we are now at a point on a graph that processing power of the world's strongest computer can now calculate using quantum programming, not quantum computers. They're different. Quantum programming to create millions of hypotheticals and cure cancer within a year. Now, mind you, there are natural cures for cancer. God forbid I say that. Well, I'm not on YouTube right now anymore, so, so it doesn't matter. But you, you, using their methods, <laughs> they've calculated. The average age of humans are about to skyrocket. Hence, because you can't have 80 or 8 billion people 
living for 500 years reproducing. Or at least they think so. See, they think it's okay that, well, if the people that serve, and this is what they honestly think. They think if you're smart enough to live through what we're going through now, if you're smart enough to live through that, if you're smart enough to see through the bullshit, then you're the type of person we want on the other side of this. Now, like like it or hate it, this, and please, I'm going to say something insulting, but I'm going to try and make it as pleasantly insulting as possible. If you took this, You're you're either too young to understand the world or you're old and stupid. I don't blame younger people for getting this. I I do not blame them at all. They don't know any better. They were educated into a system that they were lied to was good for. So youth who get this through peer pressure and not research, because if you research this, you run as far the fuck away from it as you can get. But if you have peer pressure, there's only one thing stronger than peer pressure or education and that's peer pressure. It actually goes back to your mom or your grandmother saying, well, if they jumped off a bridge, would you do it? You're damn right you would. If you're young, because you don't have the knowledge that jumping off that bridge, (coughs) good chance you're going to get your damn legs broke. But you've lived in an environment where your lack of knowledge is replaced with the amount of people surrounded by you that also lack that knowledge. We used to call it the blind leading the blind. But see, you can't say that now because now if you say that the LGBTQ 
uh, midgets of America will fucking come out of the woodwork and call you a heidist. Your your discriminatory, your discriminatory against little people. And for those of you who know me, I am not anti-midget. I am pro-midget. In fact, I think that when you die and you go to heaven, we all get a midget. We wear them like a little keychain. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be cool if, like, when you die, you walk through the gates of heaven, they give you a midget. Like, here's your tour. Here's your tour guide. <laughs> Got a little sausage fingers. Hand, hand, handing you chicken wings and beer. My friends, we're 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 at the point right now where if you don't know what's coming, nothing that's happening right now makes sense. If you don't know where we're going, you have no idea why we have this. You have no idea why why is the Fed keep printing money? There's no escape. See, Peter Schiff for years. Once you start printing and once you're down to zero interest rates, there's nowhere you can go. Yes, in the old system, that is true. But in this new system, it's not true we're we're transitioning into a fundament and i mean it ain't a joke when you hear somebody say this is biblical this is biblical Meaning, this is worth putting it in the Bible. <laughs> and for some of you uh, who have read Revelations, whole lot of shit looking familiar. See, Revelations, I never un understood why people were afraid of Revelations. They're like, oh, that's a scary part of the Bible. You know, Revelations. You know, revelations just means revealing of truth. That's it. I'm not afraid of the truth. Well, hell's bells, the truth shall set you free. So if the truth will set you free, what does revelations do? If it's the revealing of the truth, doesn't it in a way set you free? Yes, it does. Now, that doesn't mean that the transition 
from the old world into the new world isn't scary as shit. And there are warnings in Revelations See, the future's weird that way. The future can be awesome. Or the future can be terrible. You know the difference? Your perspective. The elites with their plans, they look at this as awesome. We look at this as terrible. <laughs> there is good and there is evil. It's just evil thinks it's good and good for some reason a lot of good people stay quiet too long hi patrick hi ben how's it going well and you ah going great brother going great is that one of the new calyx shirts no it's not oh no this is the old one ah well, thanks for asking. No problem. You look good, though. I feel good. Thanks. Did you sleep well? No. He never sleeps good. Wakes up at like 1 o'clock in the morning, walks around the neighborhood dressed in black just to fuck with the neighbors, and then goes back to bed. It's weird. <laughs> he doesn't actually do that. But wouldn't that be funny if he did? Wouldn't that be great if you did dress in black and just go around fucking with the neighbors? Hey, I just made it up, but it could be true. You never know. All right. Uh, tonight at 6 o'clock on my Patreon channel on the entrepreneur level, of my Patreon channel. I'm doing a three-hour video on where we're at, where we're going over the next five years, and where we're going to be at in 10 years. And it's going to blow your mind because when you read Agenda 2030, when you read Agenda 2050, when you listen to the futurists like Ray Kurzweil, like the CEO of, uh, of NVIDIA, like these other people, and you understand the direction we're going, Number one, you, after tonight's video, you are going to break your neck trying to buy Bitcoin and Litecoin 
and any other crypto that you can get your hands on that line up with what I'm going to be explaining tonight. After tonight's video, I think the majority of you who see it are going to be fundamentally different people. Your perspective is going to shift. You, after tonight's video, your first question is going to be, where the hell can I get one of those laptops? Your second question is going to be, where the hell can I buy some Bitcoin? And your third question is going to be, how long do we have until everyone else realizes the world we're in? Well, I'll answer that one now. You got about a year and a half before the majority of humanity recognizes what fully recognizes what has been going on now. They'll always be behind us. They'll always be looking at what happened in, in, in our past, the cryptos, you know, past. And they'll be thinking it's current. When really we are way past that. See, tonight's video, you'll understand the structure of the founders group that I and Lori and many others have founded. The Founders Group is a revolutionary new way to grow wealth in the new system. People are going to mimic what we do in the Founders Group over and over and over again because it's the new way of growing wealthy out on my van on my bitcoin uh, pin show van down by the river it says join the new rich revolution there's a reason that i put that on there join the new rich revolution because my friends we're in a revolution but we're in a re we're in a revolution of reality of what is and isn't reality it if 
if you're in virtual reality and I hand you currency in virtual, let me give you an example. Get ready for this. What if we're in a virtual room in virtual reality and I flip you a coin and you see it coming at you in virtual reality and you catch it and you put it in your pocket and that is an actual transition from one Bitcoin wallet to another Bitcoin wallet on the Lightning Network. And that coin represents one Satoshi. And that transaction shows up on the blockchain. Was that real? Was that a real exchange of value? See, there will be visual representations of Satoshis in virtual reality. It may even look like a dollar. Now, I'm not saying everywhere, but in like a video game, they flip you a Satoshi. That's where we're going, folks. Virtual reality is going to be seen as reality. Because it's going to have the consequences of reality. What if you go into virtual reality and you destroy with a virus a some type of software? Will you be charged with a crime in virtual reality? Or who will oversee the charges? How will you get arrested? Can you be arrested in virtual reality? Can you be locked out of things? See, there's what a lot of people don't understand is that the Chinese social score is the jail of virtual reality. Let that sink in. And join me tonight for three hours of explanation 
graphically and verbally of where the hell we're going. And after those three hours, you're going to sit back in your chair and go, oh, shit. Wow. So click the link under here. Go to my Patreon channel, which is the only way to reach me by Patreon and the only way to reach me, www.patreon.com backslash Bitcoin Ben. See you guys tonight at 6 live for the big show. Love you guys. Bye-bye.